Every so often throughout the course of history, patriots rise up at a time of need for truth and freedom. These people are called disciples of liberty for their undying love of freedom. The call has been sounded. Will you answer that call or sit back and let freedom die away? Unifying patriots everywhere against the evil trying to destroy America's freedom. You're listening to the Disciples of Liberty radio show on the America Out Loud Network. Now here's your host, Tim Alders. Born free. Welcome to the revolution against stupid people. Why do I always call people in America stupid? Because we don't recognize the hatred we have is sponsored by the people that we elected to take care of us. Do we really have any more say in Washington, D.C., or does the dark money, the corporate money, the foreign money have more influence than we do? Now, you got to remember back in 2010, we had Citizens United versus the FEC. It gave a rise to politically active nonprofits. And we're going to start to show off with dark money because I used to always crack jokes about how the best investment a person can make is to buy their share of a politician, a member of Congress or a senator. You give them 2000 2500 they'll meet with you, they'll listen to you. But that's nothing compared to what money comes in from outside sources that rule Washington, D.C. What is dark money? Dark money refers to spending meant to influence political outcomes where the source of the money is never disclosed. We don't know who it is who owns our politicians. Here's how dark money can make its way into your elections. And in 2022, there's already over a billion dollars in the, in the war chests of politicians from dark money people. Nonprofits like 501c4s are generally under no legal obligation to disclose who their donors are, even if they spend to influence elections. When they choose not to reveal their source of funding, they're considered a dark money group. Now, there is opaque nonprofits, and shell companies may give unlimited amounts of money to super PACs. While super PACs are legally required to disclose their donors, some of these groups are effectively dark money outlets when the bulk of their funding cannot be traced back to the original donor. Citizens who are barraged with political messages paid for with money from undisclosed sources may not be able to consider the credibility and possibly the motives of the wealthy corporate or individual funders behind those messages. So what types of election spendings are we talking about? 
Political jargon can get confusing. What you need to know about spending to influence elections is that there's two types. There's the traditional political spending. It's hard money. With this kind of spending, donors must be disclosed. Contribution limits apply and organizations are allowed to coordinate their efforts to help elect a certain candidate. This is not dark money. These groups include candidate committees, political parties, and traditional political action committees. Then we go to soft money, outside spending, sometimes referred to as independent or non-coordinated spending. It refers to the political spending made by organizations and individuals other than the candidate campaigns themselves, all outside groups that aren't political parties. Except for the few traditional PACs that make independent expenditures are allowed to accept unlimited sums from any individual, any corporation, or any union. With these donations, groups may engage in a number of direct political activities, including buying advertising that advocates for or against a candidate, going door-to-door, or running phone banks. However, these organizations are not allowed to coordinate their spending with political candidates or parties. While outside groups like super PACs are required to disclose their donors, others aren't. That's where the dark money comes into into play here in America. Now, when you look, and there are ways to follow the money. The problem is most Americans don't care. So whenever money is spent in a political election with the purpose of influencing the decision of a voter and the source of the money is not disclosed, this is dark money. Common types of organizations that can spend in elections while shielding the sources of their money, you have to look at these. They're 501Cs. There are a number of these type organizations They all have different structures, uses, and capabilities. None of these organizations are required to publicly disclose the identity of their donors or sources of money through some disclosed funding sources voluntarily. You have 501c3 groups. These organizations operate for religious, charitable, scientific, or educational purposes. These groups aren't even supposed to engage in political activities. Though some voter registration activities are prohibited or permitted, donations are tax deductible. So people can donate to them. Groups you may know, the NAACP, the Center for American Progress, Heritage Foundation, Center for Responsive Politics. And then we go to 501c4 groups, often referred to as social welfare organizations. These nonprofits are the most common type of dark money. They may engage in political activities 100%, as long as these activities do not become their primary purpose, which most of these will list themselves as educational. The IRS has never defined what primary means, though, or how a percentage should be calculated. So the current de facto rule is 49.9% of overall expenditures, a limit that some groups have found easy to circumvent. Donations to these groups are not tax deductible, but many billionaires don't care. Groups you may know, the National Rifle Association, Planned Parenthood, 
majority forward, one nation. Then you have 501c5 groups. These are labor and agricultural groups and may engage in political activities as much as they want as long as they adhere to the same general limits as 501c4. They are generally funded by dues from union employees. Donations to these groups are also non-tax deductible. Some of these groups are, are the Service Employers International Union, American Federation of Labor and Congress of Industrial Organizations, American Federations of State, County, and Municipal Employees. Then we have 501c6. These are business leagues, chambers of commerce, real estate boards, and trade associations, which may engage in political activity as long as they adhere to the same rules as the 501c4 and 501c5. Donations are also not tax deductible. You know them, the U.S. Chamber of Congress. Uh, Commerce, American Bankers Association, National Association of Realtors. Then we have super PACs, technically known as independent expenditure committees. Super PACs may raise and spend an unlimited amount of money and accept contribution from companies, nonprofits, unions, and individuals. Since super PACs cannot give money directly to a candidate, they're exempt from the limits on fundraising and spending that regular PACs must abide by. So when you look at it, and if you've ever been a candidate, you know there's only a certain amount of money you can take from a private individual. And you have to disclose that private individual. Because of these groups, they don't have to stop. So like a very wealthy person who wants to turn America a socialist, can only give $5,000 to the candidate, but they can give $800 million to a super PAC and run ads in behalf of that candidate, and nobody knows that the money's coming from somebody totally non-trustworthy. Despite the sometimes inaccurate portrayal of them in the media, super PACs must identify all their federal election money of donors to the commission, the FEC, therefore to you. But most people don't ever go look. They must do so on a monthly, semi-annual, or uh, non-federal election year and monthly in the year of an election. In that sense, super PACs are transparent except when the donor is a shell corporation or a non-profit that doesn't disclose its donors so this is where it gets complicated so i'm a multi-billionaire and i hate this guy because he wants freedom so i donate 200 million to a 501c4 who then donates to a super PAC and the super PAC will show the 501c4 donating to him but the 501c4 doesn't show who gave him the original money. So it's a, it's a way to circumvent who's giving the money. So a pop-up super PAC. These are super PACs that pop up just before an election time. Uh, formed just right before the election. Um, may game disclosure deadlines because they, they uh, formed their super PAC right 
um, after the deadline so they don't have to report for another quarter, enabling them to spend unlimited sums of influencing races without disclosing any of their funding sources until after voters go to the polls. While super PACs are not supposed to coordinate any of their independent expenditures with candidates' campaign, it's very interesting how many people involved in a campaign quit and go to work for a super PAC that then supports that candidate, but they're not having any direct contact at that time. So it is, according to our government, okay. Many single candidate super PACs are run by individuals who are close to a candidate possibly formally associated, possibly formally family. So it, it gets really murky in the fields of money. Now, if you look at what's called hybrid PACs, carry committees, they have the ability to operate both as a traditional PAC, contributing funds to a candidate's committee, and a super PAC that makes independent expenditures. To do so, these committees must have separate bank account for each purpose. The committee may collect unlimited contributions from almost any source for its independent expenditure accounts, but may not use those funds for its traditional PAC um, contributions. LLCs, shell companies, what are these? Limited liability companies perform a number of necessary business functions. I have LLCs. But the unique structure may easily be abused or used in order to hide less than above board activity. In politics, LLCs are sometimes established to help disguise the identity of a donor or source of money spent on behalf of a political candidate. LLCs are governed by state laws, but generally minimal information is necessary to file the required Articles of Incorporation. In states like Delaware, New Mexico, Nevada, Wyoming, LLCs may be incorporated without even disclosing the names of members or managers. This provides such a lack of accountability and transparency that has helped disguise the source of millions, millions, hundreds of millions in political spending. Shell companies make major contributions to super PACs each election cycle leaving voters in the dark while the recipients often knows the donor's true identity. Now, to help you guys out, to make this easy for you, I'm going to share who some of these top dark money donors are. They're growing in popularity and they give massive amounts of money. When I've ran, I've always been told if you have hundred dollars to $200,000 as a Congress member, you have a good chance of winning. Um, but you're dealing with millions. So I didn't even go less than 100000 because when I looked at all the dark money donors, it would have been hundreds of pages of corporations trying to sway your politician. Now, who are some of these people? Why are they growing in popularity? Because they're not required to publicly reveal who their contributors are. They must disclose contributions, but they themselves make. By sifting through thousands of 990 tax forms, there's a group out there called opensecrets.org that publishes this list. Most Americans won't go, don't go, 
or don't know it exists. And this is a major problem when it comes to money. But these are it. Freedom Partners Chamber of Commerce. Now, I'm not separating. These PACs give money to both Democrats and Republicans. But you can go ahead and look at these organizations. And you're not going to find much. You're not going to see who runs it. You're not going to see where they get their money. Freedom Partners Chamber of Commerce have given over. Are you ready for this? Not 100000 Not 200000 You see, these guys are a 501c6. They've spent $323 million dollars. 936,500. The Center to Protect Patient Rights. Once again, in four years alone, $169 million. Crossroads, GPS, American Crossroads, $64 million. 501c4. Sea Change Foundation, $62 million. Climate Works, $51 million. TC Trust, $47 million. Atlantic Advisory Fund, $42 million. Americans for Job Security, $24 million. Have you noticed something with the names? They're all to try and get you to believe that they're for freedom or that they're for the working class. Now, mind you, this was only updated in 2015 and over a billion dollars has been secretly spent on your politicians. Advocacy Fund, $24 million. Dollars. Wellspring Committee, $24 million. Open Society Institute, $19 million. American Action Committee, $18 million. League of Conservative Voters, $17 million. Pharmaceutical Research, these are groups like Pfizer. How they influence your politicians to do the lockdowns, $15 million. Green Tech Action Fund, $15 million. Foundation to Promote Open Society, that means open borders, everything else, $14 million. Donors Trust, $14 million. National Christian Charitable Foundation, $12 million. Cellular Telecom and Internet Association, $12 million. American Future Fund, $8 million. Republican Jewish Coalition, $8 million. Judicial Crisis Network, $7 million. Uh, EverChange, Trust, $7 million. Environment America, $7 million. American Petroleum, $7 million. American Votes, $5 million. Partnership Action, $5 million. Free Enterprise America, $5 million. Wisconsin Club for Growth, $5 million. Partnership Project, $4.5 million. Freedom Watch, $4.5 million. Alliance for Freedom, $4.4 million. 
American Justice Partnership, 4.3. Environment California, 3.9. Priority USA, 3.4. American Family First, 3.3. Schwab Charitable Fund, 2.9. Alliance for Climate Protection, 2.7. Alliance for Quality Nursing Home Care, 2.7. Annual Fund, 2.6. Citizen Link, 2.5. Family Coalition, 2.5. Business Roundtable, 2.4. Government Integrity Fund, 2.3. Common Sense, 2.3. Action Now Initiative, 2.1. Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce, 2 million. Fund for the Public Interest, 1.8. Public Interest Projects, 1.8. Lyde Harold Bradley Foundation, 1.8. Citizens for a Strong America, 1.7. Patriot Majority, 1.7. Freedom Value Alliance, 1.7. Rockefeller Philanthropy Group, 1.6. Ending Spending, 1.5. John William Pope, 1.5. Let's go back to ending spending. They're talking about trying to get the government to end spending, yet they fund politicians who have never never controlled spending in our nation ever. Um, so I, I, I find these a little deceptive in their name versus what they're really funding. New models, 1.3. Environmental Defense Action Fund, 1.3. Kentucky Opportunity Coalition, 1.3. Citizens for the Working American, 1.2. Sierra Club, 1.2. Americans who advocate responsibility efforts, 1.1. Green Orchard, 1.1. Edgar and Elisa Prince Foundation, 1 million. Mayors Against Illegal Gun Action, 1 million. Dean and Barbara White, 1 million. Energy Foundations, 1 million. Common Sense Colorado, 1 million. National Federation of Independent Business, 890,000. Secure America Now, 872. Rosebush Corporation, 850. Proteus Fund, 844. Environment Massachusetts, 793. Environmental Defense Fund, 757. Motion Picture Association, Hollywood, 756,000. Arcus Foundation, 753. National Cable and Telecommunications, 700. Richard and Helen DeVos Foundation, 650. New Majority California, 625. Committee for American Fairness, 600,000. Founding Fund, 590. Sarah Shea Foundation, 577. Citizens for Strength and Security, 570. Campaign for Community Change, 527. America's Rights at Work, 525. Claude R. Lamb, 500. Center for American Progress, 500. NRDC, 500. Partnership for Quality Home Health Care, 500,000. Are you starting to get the picture? You honestly think that the congressman in your district that you gave 20, 25 bucks to cares about what you want you honestly think that the politician living in your state cares about bankrupting your children they don't need your money once they get to washington all this comes in 
And the interesting thing I've learned from years on the radio is many of these funds have family members of politicians working for at amazing, amazing salaries. So you think that an organization who wants socialism hires a brother or a wife or some family relation of a congressman or woman or senator and wants them to vote on a bill and you gave $20 and they gave $29 million? Who do you think the congressman is going to side with or the congresswoman is going to side with? Now, I have not even got to the 100000 and I'm sitting here with still 20, 30 pages before we get to these organizations that donate less than 100K, folks. Less than 100K. This is what we're combating. This is why they want the hatred. This is why they want the lockdowns. This is why they want COVID. They don't want anybody paying attention to Washington, D.C. They don't want to change the Citizens United ruling that allowed corporations to be independent individuals and allow them to influence elections, something the founding fathers never wanted in this nation was corporations, wealthy people, to be able to buy and own a politician. Now, back in 2010, I interviewed Jack Abranoff. He was a lobbyist who admitted on the radio, went to prison and said that almost every politician throughout the country on state and federal level were owned by somebody. When you hear these numbers, do you doubt it? Do you doubt it? What would you sell your morals for? What would you sell your ethics for? If you're just asked to vote on one piece of legislation, but you can slip 15 good things in that legislation, and say, well, look, overall, this piece of legislation was good. Yeah, there was one or two bad things, but we had to take it. Why do you think they had to take it? Because they're owned. They are bought and paid for. We haven't even gotten to the foreign money yet. Money in these dark money areas can come from China. They can come from Russia. They can come from Israel. They can come from any, any drug cartel, anybody that wants to influence a politician can donate to a 501c3 or create one through a family member and run millions of dollars in ads up against that $10,000 neighbor that's the good guy making him or her look stupid to get the crooked politicians back in office. This is why I call it the American stupidity. We have to be the dumbest generation that ever existed in this country because we are allowing it to happen. You're listening to the Disciples of Liberty Radio, Dark Money, Corruption and Politics. We're coming up on 2022 elections. Vote everybody who's ever held office out. That's the only way to start getting this dark money out of politics. 
is to take away the politicians that they've been funding for decades. Decades, folks. Now, America Out Loud Network has lots of radio hosts talk about lots of different topics. And when we get back for the second half, I'm going to talk about foreign money and other types of money. But if you do not resonate with this show, listen to another. Share it on social media. We have to educate the uninformed masses that this goes on. I'm sure everybody slightly suspects it, but to these numbers, did you know these numbers? Did you know over a billion dollars is sitting there ready to influence and make sure these corrupt politicians regain their office once again to control your lives? Now, if you want to support this show, and if you want to learn about freedom, my book, Origins of Liberty, are on the website. And if you buy your coffee, if you're a coffee drinker and you like premium good coffee, heavensbrew.com has coffee from all around the world that will fit your taste buds, folks. We have to take America back. Just like former President Trump said, they're not going to give it to you. Would you give away this type of money? Not in your best day. We'll see you on the flip side. In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. If you find yourself always distracted or having trouble recalling information, you're likely to fall behind in the demanding, fast-paced 21st century. In other words, brain performance is more critical now than ever. Boost your brain power with Healthy Cells Focus Plus Recall. Science-backed nootropics to sharpen focus, concentrate longer, enhance recall, improve mental speed, learn rapidly, and be more alert. It's a pill-free brain supplement made with maximum absorption technology designed to feed our brains at the cellular level. Take it for a test drive. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Focus Plus Recall. That's HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. Hello, this is Lieutenant Randy Sutton, the host of Blue Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement. I am a 34-year police veteran. I am also the founder and CEO of an organization that stands behind injured and disabled law enforcement officers. It is called The Wounded Blue. Our website is thewoundedblue.org. We have produced a film. It is an important film. I urge you to watch it. The film details what happens when a police officer or law enforcement officer is shot or stabbed or beaten or disabled, 
seriously injured in the line of duty. Most people think they are taken care of medically and financially. The reality may be quite different. It is called The Wounded Blue, Service, Sacrifice, Betrayed. The film is available on Amazon, iTunes, and the Microsoft Store. Welcome back. We are here, the Disciples of Liberty. Hope you're having a fantastic day. We're talking dark money today. Dark money is the money that comes in from outside sources. Why does this happen? Why is this happening in America today? Um, when you look at what's going on, you have to look at a couple FE, um, Supreme Court rulings. Buckley versus Vallejo in 1976 allowed unlimited campaign expenditures by individuals. Before 2007, much of the outside spending consisted of communications to members with little express advocacy, known as independent expenditures such as radio or TV ads. In 2007, the FEC versus Wisconsin's Right to Life ruled that issue ads can be aired in the month leading up to an election. Um, in the 2008 election cycle, there was an explosion in communications where ads were done right up to election time, pre-election and pre-convention. Then the big one, 2010, Citizens United versus the FEC. Loosened restrictions on any kind of corporate spending and made it possible for dark money to ramp up their independent expenditures. You had also that same year, Speech Now versus the FEC and Appeals, which allowed unlimited contributions to a new kind of independent expenditure only, a PAC, a super PAC. Right when that was done, spending in the 2000 election grew 196%, up to $135 million. In the 2012 election, it went up another 227%, $308 million. 2014, it went up again, and then in 2016, while the uncertainty and confusion of the presidential election led to many donors and political active groups to avoid the presidential election, House and Senate races received unprecedented amounts of dark money. So we look at this, and you look at the election cycle, okay, and you look at these people who I showed and spelt out in the first half of this show that gave $15 million, $7 million. Well, who are these people? Well, they could be anybody. They could be a corporation. They could be whatever. But some of them are flat out foreign countries. And you think, how could a foreign country spend money? And how much money could it possibly be? Well, Japan, since 2016, has spent over $235 million on politicians in America. China, $217 million. South Korea, $202. Qatar, $175 million. Russia, $164 million. 
Marshall Islands, 153. Israel, 148 million. Saudi Arabia, 127 million. United Arab uh, Emirates, 127 million. The Bahamas, 122 million. This is just to name a few, folks. This is money that comes into um, our politicians from countries that don't always have the best interest of America at heart. Let's look at China. Let's just look at uh, China. A large portion of China's was done during the presidential election. The government spent $14 million, and then people in China, rich people, spent somewhere between 56 and $70 million on the presidential election. And that money is already climbing this year. Do you think China wants to influence uh, policy and public opinion? Fairer requires registration for activities, including tourism, trade, promotion on behalf of foreign principals. So what would China want to do with so much money going towards our elections? Russia. Lots going on with Russia right now. They say we could be at war with Russia anytime. The UK, Ukraine could be at war with Russia. So far, this last year, they spent $34 million. In the presidential election, they spent $40 million. Now, what I'm going to find interesting, and what I hope you find interesting is I just told you what these foreign countries, um, how they give it. But that's not all. The government of the Marshall Islands gave $152 million. Japan, the government of Japan, just the government. Remember, $235 million spending from rich people in Japan. Well, the government, $148 million. Ria Novosto, $139 CCTV America, 106. Bermuda, Bermuda, 102. Ireland, 80 million. The list goes on, folks. Why are foreign governments allowed to give to our politicians? You think these politicians represent you. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. You believe in your person. You believe in the integrity of your female or male representative, that they would never do anything to hurt you, right? That they are there for you. When you look at the uh, representative Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, she already for the next election has raised $12 million and she spent 12.9 and she still has 5.4 on hand. Well, how does that, those numbers don't add up. I know because she has debts that she hasn't paid yet, just like they do with our country. But the top contributors of Nancy Pelosi are corporations. It's interesting. She has averaged and raised, and it has gone up every year, from 1990 to 2020, the uh, presidential election, and now 2022. She has spent, in the last two elections, 
almost $40 million. Right now, that has to come from the people she represents. It doesn't. All her contributors are industry or PACs or colleges. Um, It's amazing that we sit here and think that these politicians care about us. Why do we buy into that? Um, her leadership pact fundraising alone is eight million of that twelve. Contributors: Walt Disney, Comcast, University of California, Bad Robot Productions, Certain Inc., Hollywood. Folks, when you look at it, the majority of her money comes from corporations or dark money. So, okay, I did a Democrat. Let's look at. Uh, the minority leader. Let's look at Kevin McCarthy, Republican out of California. Californians tend to get a lot of money. Almost identical. Raised two point eight. Spent nine million. Cash on hand eight million. His money comes from people like Archer Auto Group, Charles Pontemac Capital, Enterprise Products, Jayco Oil, um, and dark money. It it's it's. Pretty consistent on what politicians are owned. The assistant speaker of the house, Catherine Clark. Not as much money. She's only got 1.2. She doesn't need it to get elected. Uh, Newer, newer candidate. Hasn't been as corrupted as others. Um, The majority leader, um, Steiny Hoyer, um, He is up in the millions. Uh, corporations and PACs, the largest contributors to him. So why am I trying to explain this to you? There's a lot of hate out there, right? People who are vaccinated hate the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated are mad at the, the vaccinated. We have Black Lives Matter against um, the Trump people. We have Antifa. We have all these organizations that government stoked the fires and made them angry with you why why does government want us fighting with each other what bigger number could you have than the hundreds of millions the billions that are spent on politicians would you give that up i'm just curious i mean ask yourself honestly would you give up your money if you got that kind of money i got to look at the presidential bundlers are people with friends in high places they are rich people with rich friends who after bumping against uh personal contribution limits you know they've donated the the max five thousand fifty five hundred whatever it is for congress they turn to friends and associates Anyone and everyone who's willing to give and deliver checks to the candidate. Some of these people own corporations and they give bonuses to employees and make employee contribution in the name of their employee. You might hate liberal policies. You might hate conservative policies, but your company could be donating money in your name because, hey, 
we got to get more money, right? We got to be able to bundle money and get it to our guy or all our girl to get him elected. Now, the FEC, the Federal Elections Commission, only requires disclosures of bundlers who are registered lobbyists. Beyond that, it's up to the candidate to have ethics. Um, when, when you look at this, they say they disclose all their bundlers. Well, our president has quite a few bundlers. Now, if you wanted to donate to the president, you could give 5500 I think that's the number. Might be a little higher. Might be seventy five. But Thomas Dyer out of San Francisco gave $309 million. Sabin Capital Group, Haim Sabon, $40 million. Carla Jerviston, $35 million. Deborah Simon, $26 million. Susan and Stephen Mandel from Greenwich, Connecticut, Lone Pine Capital, $25 million. Reed Hoffman, $21 million. Jeffrey Katzenberg, you know him, DreamWorks, right? $15 million. Elizabeth Simons and Caitlin Hensing, $15 million. Michael Sachs, $12 million. Ly Strickler, $10 million. Soros, y'all know JS Capital, right? $6 million there. Sonia and Tom, $6 million. And the list goes on and on. It goes on and on for 33 pages. Now, what do these people do? What sectors are they in to want to influence a presidential election? Well, agribusiness had three bundlers. Communications and electronics, 76 bundlers. Construction had five. Defense had two. Energy and natural resources had six. Finance, insurance, and real estate had 140. Health had 21 bundlers. Uh, Single-issue topics. That's somebody who's pro-life or anti-life. On, on here, it's anti. It's, it's pro-abortion. Um, pro-gun or anti-gun. They had 21 bundlers. Lawyers and lobbyists, 137 bundlers. Miscellaneous business, 76. Other, 135. Transportation, 70. And this is the one that always gets me. Unknown. Unknown. We don't know what these people do, who they are, whatever. But there's 140 people collecting money from rich people to give to Biden. You look at it and, and people are against certain industries. I get it. Are you against um, lawyers, investment? Because these are the top Biden people that, that give money. Well, what does that have to do with anything? Well, bundlers tend to come out okay. Alejandro Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland and Security, he's donated $41 million. Wow, he got a nice power job. You know, once you have that kind of money, what's the next thing you can get? Power, right? Tom Vizslack, Secretary of Agriculture, 125. Um, and it goes on. Eric Lander, Director of Office of Science and Technology, 143. Jennifer Granlum, Secretary of Energy, 83. 
So Jennifer Granlin gave 83000 to Biden and got a job that pays her hundreds of thousands that she can hold for who knows long, perpetuity. Uh, Secretary of Veterans Affairs, 19. Linda Thomas, 8000 became ambassador to the United Nations. Gary Gensler, 321000 became the Commissioner in Securities and Exchange Commission. Diane Remus, counsel to the president, gave $3,000, hired for a 200000 job. Janet Yellen, Secretary of Treasury, gave Biden 46000 appointed. Uh, Jen Psaki, the press secretary, 2500 That's why when I joked at the top of the show about buy your share of a politician, wasn't really a joke because you can buy your way into political office. Surgeon General gave money. The Chair, Council of Economic Advisors, Director, Consumer Financial, Protection Bureau gave money. Director, Office of Public Engagement gave money. Uh, Director of National Intelligence gave Biden money. And this goes on for 56 entries of people who gave money and got some kind of political office. That's not including some of the... Um, ambassadors that became an ambassador. Um, one became an ambassador to Chile. Um, Mihan Bernadette. Cynthia Tellis, Costa Rica. That's a good ambassadorship, right? Gave 141000 bought your ambassadorship. It doesn't mean any of these people qualify out of the 113 ambassadors Biden gave um, positions to. You have somebody like... Victoria Reggae Kennedy, Austria, 77,000, bought an ambassadorship. Does this trouble anyone but me? Are you okay with this? Folks, th- these are the questions you have to ask yourself. Are you okay with the fact that people can buy a job in Washington by giving money? It's insane. Um. So far from 2019-2020, activity for everybody besides presidents, Democrats outspent Republicans. Now, you're going to think, oh, the Republicans had a lot of money. They did. They had $776 million raised for elections. Do you know how much Democrats had? Three billion one hundred and ninety-seven thousand eight hundred and eleven. How much of that came from dark money? Lots, lots of it came from dark money. It is crazy. You look at um, House Democrats raised almost a billion dollars. Republicans eight hundred ninety-four million. How much of that was dark money, folks? Senate, $1,239 million by the Democrats to $857 million for the Republicans. Who bought our election? Who bought our elections, folks? And what was the most expensive races? Well, Georgia Senate was huge, was taken over by Democrats with a lot of dark money. South Carolina Senate had 
239 million spent. Kentucky Senate, 166. Another swing state, Arizona, 171 million on the Senate seat there. Maine, 106. Michigan, another swing state, 100 million dollars. Iowa, 89 million. Montana, 82. Colorado, 79 million. When you look at it, that sounds crazy, right? But most of that was spent on one or, or person, one guy, one one lady or one man that was running for Senate got that kind of money to get that job. You think they don't owe somebody, folks? In the House, New York District 14, $31 million alone spent on that district. California District 22, $25 million. District 23, $25 million. California District 12, $24 million. Minnesota, $22 million on District 5. Texas District 2, they wanted to swing that to Democrats, $21 million. California District 50, $21 million. Texas, another district they wanted to flip, $19 million, District 22. New York, District 1, $18 million. Do these numbers bother anyone but me? I'm just curious um, on if you're understanding why politicians want you hating me and why they want me hating you. Um. Do you know how much AOC raised as a brand new member of Congress? $20 million. In fact, the Democrats lead the top three. Bernie Sanders, $21 million. This is in relation. The top Democrat here on this list I'm looking at right here, it's not even a top Democrat, Alexander... um, AOC raised $20 million. Jim Jordan, $18 million. Duncan Hunter, Republican, $1,693,000. Uh, Justin Amish, uh, $1 million. I'm looking for a race in this country that was less than a million. Here you go, right here. Stephen A. King, a Republican, $391,000. You need to go here and look and see the money your politicians spent and ask yourself, why? Why are they spending that kind of money on politics, folks? I'm just curious if you get um, large versus small donors. There aren't tons of small donors anymore. Everybody is large. The money that was given, the sectors that gave money, the dark money that has hit the political spectrum of this nation and has changed where freedom stands in this nation and pushing us more towards socialism. It's all about money and power and position. That's why in 2022 I tell you, I urge you not to vote for any incumbents. It's up to you to change this cycle. It's up to you to change the direction of this nation, to tell dark money, you can fund these candidates, but we're not going to vote for them anymore. We're not going to allow anybody to be in Congress enough for you to get your hooks in them. 
folks, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Constitutionalist, whatever you are, you have to stand up against this. They're not going to freely give it back. You're listening to the Disciples of Liberty Radio. Disciples of Liberty is here to help you understand some basic facts and try and end the hatred. Some people might look at me and say, well, you stir up hatred. No, I want to stir up your mind. I want you to think, critically think, logically think about why politicians want you um, hating each other. Why do they want you not getting along with the other side? Because if you stopped, slow down and looked at this, you would never vote for another incumbent again. Remember, if you want to support shows like this, share them on your social media. Talk about it. Tell people to go to Open Secrets and start looking at their politician. Start paying attention, folks. Start doing what you need to do to win back America. And until next time, this is Disciples of Liberty. God bless. Love you. Look down deep into my heart.